This is the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast number 374. Playing in the Sandbox. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Sorry, I couldn't resist that. What happened? I just, I just wanted to start as soon as you said one, just to throw you out. You did, you did. You usually wait like just a second. And oh dear, we're, we're still going. Oh no! Okay. <laughs> Welcome to my back podcast number three hundred and seventy-four. Oh, with Guy and myself, Gaz. Hey, hey thousands guess. of miles apart and still can't get it and, right and not even on the same page <laughs> <coughs> oh. uh, uh. how's your cough coming along guy? Oh, my- have you have, have you been nurturing it this week my cough loves me and it refuses to leave <laughs> it i keep telling it go out into the world fly fly away cough and it says no i'm staying no. Well, I must admit, you do sound a, a little uh, less nasal than perhaps last week, but um, we'll apologize now for any, any cough splutters which may appear yeah, during yeah. the course of this uh, particular show. And it, it will happen. <laughs> mm. Absolutely will happen. So anything interesting happened to you and your Mac this week? Um, no, as a matter of fact, uh, it's, been, it's been a very quiet week. I, I have been contemplating... Now, I don't know if you knew this or not, but in the Mac App Store, uh, Adobe just released Photoshop and Premiere Elements 10. Right. <clears throat> right. Yes. And yes, now, I did know that. I did know that, actually. Okay. I've got Premiere. Well, I've got both you know, Premiere and Photoshop uh, Elements 9. And I hardly ever use Photoshop, but I really like Premiere. So I've, I've been like contemplating whether or not to to get the the new version of of premiere from the mac app store now i could get an upgrade version of it directly from adobe for a little less money yeah but the thing is if i get it from the mac app store i can put it on up to five computers yes so and my son my son peter uses premiere elements as well ah well there you go then So so i think it would actually be cheaper you know, even the, paying full price run. for it if I got it from the Mac App Store. Right, yeah, that's um, a fair point. I mean, the upgrade, actually, um, I've seen the price, and it's... Um, it's 80 bucks. Get, yeah. Well, here in the States, I don't know what it is in the UK. Well, well, yeah, that's the upgrade, though, isn't it? No, no, that's the full program. Well, I'm just looking at the prices here. Perhaps that's from the website, then, because of, uh, there's actually an article, which was, was that from last week? That was talking about, um, I think, Donnie Ankelo, we mentioned it last week, where the price is $99, uh, $80 for an upgrade, or $119 with Premier Elements. Oh, you mean for Photoshop? I think that's from the website. Yeah, uh, yeah, Photoshop Elements. I thought that's what we were talking about. Yeah, well, I mean, there's Photoshop and then there's Premiere Elements. There's and they're oh, both. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I misinterpreted what you were saying. That's, no, uh, <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, they're both now on the the Mac App Store, right? So okay, and let me see. It's seventy nine dollars, seventy nine ninety nine for Photoshop, and I believe Premiere. Yeah, here it is. Let me find it. Uh, yeah, and Premiere is seventy nine ninety nine as well, and that's from right. the Mac App Store. And again, right, right. So know, if you get them retail, you might find them for so hang on, ten hang on bucks a minute, cheaper. Then. Okay, so hang on a minute. Could yeah. you buy them from the website as a combined price of 120, which obviously then makes because if if you've got is that um, the upgrade price or is that the full price? It doesn't tell you, unfortunately. Um, I would say it's possibly the the full price because we've got a, a 99 for new, 79 for the upgrade, and then 119.99 with the premier elements. Okay, yeah, I think that's the full price. I don't think that's the upgrade price. No. No, so, uh, you know, that's the only other thing to think about if you're going to get both apps. Because if you have to buy both apps, then obviously it makes it a little bit more expensive, yeah. isn't it? So. But, you know, the whole thing is I hardly ever, because I'm, I'm not really a graphics guy, so I don't really use Photoshop that much. Mm. 
um, really for the um, for the graphics that you see for the the podcast each week, I use Acorn. Right, and yes. I have I have yes, a little have template. Yeah, I've, I have a little template all built, and I basically <clears throat> just move stuff around and, and throw in a new a new graphic each week. So yeah, you know, easy peasy, just real real quick and quick and dirty. Whereas I do use Premiere Elements, you know, not all the time, but certainly more than I use Photoshop. Do you know, when I was, I don't know whether I've told you this before, but when I was on Windows, I absolutely loved Adobe Elements. It was, uh, I you think mean it Premiere? Was, uh, sorry, Premiere. Yeah, Premier. Okay. I think, well, it's been so long ago now. Um, it was basically, it, it, you could do a little bit of photo uh, editing. Yeah. And it was also your library, a little bit, a little bit like iPhoto, I suppose. Wait, um, are you talking about Photoshop or Premiere? No, no, no. Well, yeah. you must be talking about Photoshop. Photoshop Elements. Yes. Okay. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. It was nothing to do with movies. Okay. <laughs> just to get that clarified. I'm so it was confused. Just, it was just photos. Okay. Okay. Just photos. But I used to love that program on the Windows well, side. Well, the, the nice thing about Photoshop Elements is is you essentially get about 75% of the the full version of Photoshop, you know, minus some of the more, you know, gee whiz, oh, you know, holy crap, how did they do that kind of feature yeah. that 99% of the people will never use for about one-sixth of the price. Do you know what, what, though? I'd never try it, though, because I came over to the Mac mm-hmm. expecting a much better experience with um, Adobe Photoshop Elements when I moved <laughs> over. And it was awful. And do you know what? I haven't gone back since because, um, as far as I'm concerned, iPhoto does everything I need to do, apart from, you know, perhaps not handling the massive library that I've got as well as perhaps I would expect it to. <laughs> well, uh, but and you have much cheaper choices than Photoshop Elements or even Photoshop for that matter. Yeah. To to use for managing uh your library, you know, with iPhoto or without iPhoto. But I'm quite happy with it. I mean it's it's actually since I've moved to um to Lion, it, it's it seems to be acting a lot better actually iPhoto does. So I'm still sticking with it. You know, I I was saying that i could possibly look at you know using aperture and moving over to aperture yeah uh and i got the trial and and you know touched it and thought you know it doesn't really float my boat but to be no, honest with so you. it didn't touch your back no <laughs> <laughs> no not at all oh man. anyway we went on a right tangent there didn't yeah, we that's okay this is this is almost a segment on its own this is what we do <laughs> but i mean and, and we'll get off this in just a second um if if you have tried uh, iMovie, the, the the newer versions of iMovie, and you're not real happy with it, then give. Uh, and I'm not a big fan of Adobe, but I love Premiere Elements. Mm. Yeah, you've spoken about it a few times, haven't you? So you, yeah. yeah, 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 it's great. It's a great, great little program. So, would you advise people most definitely to buy that through the uh, the Mac App Store then, so they can put it on uh, numerous computers? Uh, I, uh, if you have more than one computer in your house. Yes, I would say. If you only have one computer, then there's no point. Well, well I, why not? Is it more expensive? Well, it would be more because you can get the retail version of Premier Elements for, you know, whatever the equivalent of about 70 bucks is here in the States. Right. And it's 80 bucks on the Mac App Store. So if you can get, if you only have the one computer and you can get it cheaper. <laughs> retail then just go that route but if you have multiple computers then it makes more sense to get it through the mac app store because then you don't have to deal with you know the insanity that is adobe i'm just thinking about you know moving forward in the future as well if you ever come to a point where you got more more you know machines would it then be worth possibly sure getting it for an investment but that's that's the choice that you'd have to take and you can only yes. take, you can only take that choice um personally. Actually I'm just looking and it's it's the Adobe Premiere Elements ten editor is fifty five pounds in the UK store, so Okay, mm. well that's that's actually not bad. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Sorry. If, if you if you could understand what fifty five pounds was, no, that's not bad. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. As we're talking about stuff like that, should we flip over to the MyMac.com website and just run through what's there? Uh, do you want to talk about this thing with uh, Angry Ninja Birds? 
Well, we could do if you want to. Yes, let's go for it. Let's go for it. Um, I came across a link. Oh, um, wait. One thing you should say, we were going to talk about this last week. <clears throat> we were. We were. <laughs> Just like I said, uh, don't have time. Okay, moving on. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm not sure we've got time this week now. Yeah, I don't care. Rattling about elements. Well, I've um, got a whole other thing about the show that I, I need to talk to you about, but go ahead. Okay, okay. There was um, a, a, an app, a free application, which was a game in the um, iOS app store, which seems to have disappeared. But this particular app was called Cut the Birds. Yeah. Now, it seemed to be a bit of a mix-up of um, two games, which is, of course, Angry Birds and Fruit Ninja, both of which I've got, uh, one of which I play more than the other. No, but you can guess which. Uh, <laughs> which, obviously, they're not exactly the same, and this matchup basically took a lot of the icons, seemingly, from Angry Birds, but used the... Um, the interaction of obviously um, yeah, it, fruit it would, ninja, yeah. where you basically cut fruit up as it you know flows flows across the screen. Yeah, it, it would be like trying to mash mash up Beethoven and the Sex Pistols. You think? <laughs> well, not quite like that. Maybe. <laughs> anyway, this this seemed to um, it seemed to surprise a <coughs> developer uh, as it you know I, I think the developer of this particular app snatched a lot of things like the images, icons yeah. possibly from, from seemingly because we, we can't find it in the Mac app store or the, sorry, the iOS app store anymore. Right. Um, it seems to have been taken out, but there are some interesting comments actually. Uh, yeah, that was uh, actually the best part of the article. <laughs> and the, 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 the comments really were going on about whether Apple should be, you know, uh, helping the the company um, take this particular ap- application out of the app store, uh, but there were one or two um, disjointed conversations where <laughs> one guy talked about the fact that they shouldn't rely on Apple to take it out of the app store, but then they went on to talk about. He then went on in another section to say, of course, you know, it can only be bought through Apple's ios app store so who right. else is the original angry birds developer going to go to to, <laughs> to try have and, it you know, removed yeah to, to protect themselves but one comment which i think we both we both laughed at which was um you think this is bad you should search for angry birds on the android market and see yeah. how many pages of rip-off crap comes up and how many of them are probably like malware or uh virus laden well, we've got a conversation about that later coming on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it was it was quite interesting, but it looks like um, uh, Apple have reacted and, and taken the mashup out. Um, and I suppose that's really only fair. No, I'm sure the developer just grew a conscience and a conscience and, and took it out himself. Yeah. Y- yes, he probably withdrew it. <laughs> he didn't didn't want to cause any real problems. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, he did. No, no. Well, uh, but the app was free, though, guy. So, you know, it was only a matter of uh, it, it just him getting, kudos I suppose, publicity, kudos, and all the rest of it. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, and you've got, speaking of, well, we weren't speaking of zombies, but we can. Uh, you have an unusual stuff section here, especially <laughs> for me. Uh, this was a... Uh, I guess you can get this through Geek Alerts, Gadgets for Geeks, or yes. was or was was this just them talking about it? No, it was no, <laughs> no, no, no it's no, from no, the Neato no, Shop. Yeah, no, you can you can actually purchase this particular object <laughs> yeah. from the Neato Shop for fourteen ninety five. It's a paperweight, and it is the ugliest damn thing I have seen. You know, I mean, this there's no doubt at all that if this guy isn't a zombie, he has serious serious hygiene issues. So, yeah, it's it's really really gross, yeah. and I well, just couldn't actually just looking at it again. He's got a little bit of man boobs as well. Yeah, he it. does. <laughs> it's like this. You know, if you have paperwork that you never ever ever want to do, you put course, it under you're, this you're an thing. Apple user, so you, you're paperless anyway. So you probably just need to put this on the mantelpiece. Yeah. <laughs> Invite your friends. Yeah, just wait for the mother-in-law to come. <laughs> yeah, this is my father. This was yeah. a, 
This was a bust made of my father. I'm sure our kids will look exactly like this, mother. <laughs> okay. Oh, dear. Sophie, no, no, you're no. coming home with me. Yeah. <laughs> you are not going out with this guy ever again. <laughs> um, I guess we should go ahead and get to the MyMac stuff. Okay. Okay. Why don't you um, go first? Because I forgot where we said we were going to start. <laughs> okay. Well, basically, it is a book review um, by Neil Monks. And the title of the book is Revolution in the Valley, the insanely great story of how the Mac was made. Uh, and basically, the article goes to tell you that, uh, that Steve Jobs wasn't the only person involved in pretty much making the mac and the software and all the all of the parts it it yeah. you know it gets a 10 out of 10 the rate the rating uh, the mymac.com well early course, on I steve actually had it. nothing to do with the macintosh no well that's right that's right so you know it's quite a it, it looks the book review gets a 10 out of 10 and i think it's it's worth it and um this might be one that i'll uh, perhaps take a peek over at audible sometime to perhaps listen to okay so, <laughs> next up is a uh, an iPhone uh, app review by Mark Greentree. The Picture Party... Oh, there's another one I need this pop filter for. Picture Party App Series Review. So that's Picture Party App Series. You've just popped everybody's eardrums. <laughs> no, actually, I was wasn't on purpose. Same, I, I, I read through this and I was thinking the same thing that Mark said, actually, that, you know, why didn't they just put this into one app? Um, and he does mark it down a little bit, I think possibly because of that. He's, he says for a version of one app, the developer has done a fine job, um, and though the inclusion of a new, uh, sorry, and through the inclusion of a few new features, this series of apps will be very welcome. In addition to anyone's app library, therefore I'm awarding the, the app series a MyMap review of 7 out of 10. However, before he just does say that, you know, it's one ninety nine for each app, um, yeah, you know where they, they would have been better off? They would have been better off doing that with like an in-app purchase for like 99 cents. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And, and, it's, all, it, and it's from ProSoft, which is a really good company. Yeah, and as I was reading it, I was thinking exactly the same. So, um, yeah, take a go over and take a look and take a read. But um, it still gets a 7 out of 10. Um, the next are Wicked Audio Reverb Headphones. Uh, it's a review by Russ Walkovich, and basically these are – cheaper end well yeah cheap headphones really. <laughs> yeah 30 <laughs> if bucks. you want so i think pretty much uh, looking at them and, and again reading the review is pretty much if you want a set of headphones you want to throw in your bag and take away with you then these are quite good um they do only get a six out of ten rating um but um it you know it recommends them that they're, they're still they're still usable they're yeah still usable. probably the the kind of headphones you'd want to have when you're on your way to occupy wall street <laughs> something like that. yeah something like that uh, <laughs> next up is a podcast the pocket size podcast number 30 i gotta stop doing that pocket size podcast number 39 square trade takes the fear out of iphone busting and that's pocket size podcast 39 by scott wilsey and the next um item on the website is exoplanet for ios it's a review by david m acklam I think uh, I think he's new. Mm. Well, I actually guy. I read this review because I've got Exoplanet on my iPad. Oh, really? How do you like it? I I do like it. It's probably a little bit out of my depth, or I'm out of my depth when I'm looking at it. <laughs> but there is some cool stuff in there, especially when you go uh, and have a look at the Milky Way and look around the Milky Way and a comparison of planets. Um, go and take a look at the at the review. It's It gets a 10 out of 10. Um, and, yeah, I've, I've now picked up on a few things as to uh, how to use this particular application that I've got and keeps updating itself. It keeps giving me little badges saying it's got a new database update. So, uh, <laughs> And I keep updating it and thinking, I don't know why I'm updating this thing because I don't use it often, but now I will use it a bit more. Now, is this is this mostly or is it, would this be better for the iPad as compared to the iPhone? Yeah, I think it's an iPad application, really. I think you can use it with... Um, uh, the iPhone. Um, I think I think it is a universal app. But you'll need some like twenty X glasses to yeah, kind of drill probably, down into it. Well, there's a lot of information in there, so it all depends what you want to use it for. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want to use it more visually, then the iPad use it on the iPad. But if you're going to use it for the information that's in there, that would be perfectly okay on a, a smaller iOS device. Okay. Uh, next up is Adobe CS 5.5 InDesign. 
Interactive PDFs and EPUBs Review Part 2 by Jackie Richards. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty comprehensive. Yeah, well, I don't use InDesign, so it's like, okay, InDesign, yay! I mean, reading the last part, she says professionals will uh, already be taking advantage of the upgrade to make their work more creative and profitable. I can only speak to the adventurous novice and say, get this software. So there you go. If you're an adventurous novice. Novice. (laughs) What does that mean? Well, it it means somebody who's prepared to, uh, you know, do a bit more than you or I probably would. Kind of like how I do with uh, video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. All so, right, well, that would make sense. That's cool. Um, next is basically, I'm, well, I'm not sure this, I think it's a tip. Uh, Maxpiration quick tip. Yeah, that's, I, that's Donnie's, that's, you know, Donnie's quick tip uh, articles. That's done one in a while. Oh, well, there you go. Glad they're he's, back. He's done one now, and basically he's, he's talking about iCloud and uh, iWork and the fact that it doesn't really work together. Um, and he he comes up with a bit of a tip as a workaround, which really still isn't the best solution that you'd be looking for. But it, um, you know, if you're desperate to use uh, the two together, then go on onto the website and take a look at Donnie's tip. Yep. Uh, after that, we have Tech Fan Podcast number fifty four, underwater, and I, I love the graphic here of a a big Sony plant like three quarters of the way buried under underwater. Yeah, but do you do you realize the impact of that though? Oh, Go sure. Ahead. There was the yeah. uh, the big floods that have, have yeah. basically uh, wiped out a lot of uh, the factories that create hard drives. Yep, yep. So it we could all be affected by that in a a few months' time. Uh, next on the website is uh, OS X or OS Ten Lion. <laughs> Don't support. say OS X. Well, somebody, no, somebody will give you a hard is, time. Yeah, I know, but if 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 they'd put ten after the X, which you often see, do you then say OS ten ten? Yeah, but that was what I was asking last week. It was like, and I even said it OS ten 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 point seven. Yeah, yeah. If you put your comma in, that's fine. But anyway, okay. OS ten essentials. Tangent. Tangent. <laughs> it's a it's a book review by Mark Seeley. Um now there was a book review um on OS ten um how to use OS ten last week, I think from memory. But this one I think goes a little bit more in depth and is a little bit more technical. Um so if that's your uh your lilt, then go and take a read uh of the review of this uh, book and it does get a nine out of ten, so it looks like it could well be worth purchasing. Yeah, that's from Peach Pit Press, um, yeah. who who do the whole Apple Pro training series books. Yeah, most of the books I have dealing with with um, Final Cut, and, you know, things along those lines. That that's who who makes those. Uh, cool. Next up is the Adventures of Timmy. Run, Kitty, run! iOS game review by Mark Greentree. And I need to check this. This looks. This looks it looks fun. like a good little platform, actually. Yeah, doesn't it, it does. Looks like fun. Yeah, and he's given it quite a high score, so I've got a feeling I'm going to be going out and, and perhaps taking a closer look to this one. Um, next on the website, and, and funnily enough, you'd think <laughs> we actually wrote the script. No, we well, we didn't. I didn't even realize this was there. <laughs> Just worked out that way. Adobe Photoshop Elements 10, a beginner's review, part one. Now, part one, because actually... Uh, Elisa does um, cover a little bit in this review, but then she goes on to do the editor parts in part two. So you'll have to watch out for that. Um, but yeah, there's a review there um, of Photoshop Elements. Yeah, who so, wrote that? El- Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. You knew I was waiting for that, didn't you? Yes. I'm so so freaking transparent sometimes. I kind of thought that was... (laughs) (laughs) Um, No feedback from email. Uh, This is going to be such a long segment. Uh, We have some feedback from from Twitter, from WeatherGuyNH, who's Rich Lefko, and he wanted us to talk about the missing save as command in Lion, and he hates it, and he wants to know... You know, how do we petition Apple to bring it back? Um, well, Rich, you can you can write as as many petitions. Apple.com forward slash feedback. Yeah. 
and they'll probably ignore <laughs> completely ignore you and do as and do as they bloody well please. <laughs> Because that's kind um, of what Apple does. I must admit, I think um, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm still not using Line as a production machine. Any saving that I do on the MacBook Air, or I suppose I should really ask my daughters how they're finding it, because I've got Line on the white MacBook, and they do a lot of stuff using the white MacBook with Pages, etc. Right. So I, I, I should really ask them how they're getting on with the, you know, the save has not been there. Now, they haven't come run, running to me complaining about it yet. Well, they probably don't but, care then. Yeah, so I'm wondering whether, you know, the hard drive is just filling up and filling up and filling up with <laughs> lots of versions, and uh, I'm, they're suddenly going to say it won't save anymore or it's, you know, slowing down to a, a dead halt. Um, but that's something which I, I like my save as. Yeah, uh, well... I mean, right now I'm still using Snow Leopard to do the podcast because Lion basically broke the tools that I use to do the podcast. Yeah, but uh, I mean, there is. I don't know whether people are complaining about the, the the save as when it comes to documents because in GarageBand, I'm not sure whether it will actually save any versions as you're going along. Uh, Probably again, not. Because, that because would, I'm, I mean, those I'm files doing, would be huge. No, that's right. That's right. So how would it do that? So I'm, I'm just wondering. Probably you know, whenever you stop. I think, I think I'm going to have to really move over to line on this, this what I call, with air quotes, production machine. <laughs> well, the only thing that I'm still using Snow Leopard for is the podcast. Right. Everything else I'm doing in line. Okay. So, so... How are you finding the same? Whoa, holy crap. My, my chair just broke. <laughs> God damn it. It did. It, the, the plastic just broke on my chair. Did you hear that? Did you hear that oh, snap? Oh, yes, we heard it. Yes. Oh. So, uh, us and the listeners heard your snap. <sighs> okay, so after I get done with the podcast, I'm going to have to go over to Office Depot and get another cheap chair. Definitely. Ah! This is so okay. annoying. Anyway. Broken chair. Sad. This sick, this, just get on with it. Okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> feedback from Facebook. Um, got something from Elisa. You say Pacelli and I say Pacelli. Uh, she thinks that my newfound affection for those delish peanut butter and chocolate treats called Buckeyes is funny because her mom made them too. And yet she has never offered me so much <laughs> As one <laughs> Buckeye, Elisa, I you use to. your little your little sound clip in almost every single show, <laughs> and no Buckeyes are coming my way. Boy, you have to make sure you say that correctly. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah. I'm I'm glad you said that actually, because I might have screwed up. <clears throat> oh God. Oh, sorry about that. Audience. No, 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 no. Um. <laughs> We actually have a little bit more, but I think we need to take a break, Gaz. Okay, yeah. Well, well, you, you want to do that little bit more when we come back? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Or in the third break. Or somewhere. We'll figure somewhere. it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so everyone, to, no, I'll, I'll take it? us out. I'll take us out. Everyone, please stand by. I broke my chair. To stand by. I broke my chair. And we'll be right <laughs> He broke his chair. Back. Frank, I am really excited to be starting up the Mac Specialist Podcast with you. Yeah, me too. I think we're going to have a lot of fun, and I think we're going to be able to help people. And we're totally going to be famous. Famous? I'm not certain we're going to get famous. Yeah, dude. Everybody listens to podcasts. Who listens to podcasts? Al Gore. Al Gore listens to podcasts? I'll bet he does. Well, I mean, I suppose he was the vice president, but I thought he was more into, like, polar bears and stuff. They listen to podcasts, too. Polar bears listen to podcasts? Does that mean we should talk about snow? Maybe once we get around Christmas. Sounds good. In any case, I'm still pretty excited about the Mac Specialist Podcast. Absolutely. 
adoptive sons of Ugandan headhunters. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Yes, me bring us back in, I will. <laughs> back um, into the podcast we are. <laughs> and, and as we spoke last week, <coughs> saying that... Uh, <coughs> garage, but, oh, he's dying oh, again. I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Um... We were talking about garage band actually behaving itself. It sounds like um, Guy's chair is now obviously taken up the mantle to um, destroy his podcasting reputation. Uh, I don't know if it's trying to destroy my mm. podcasting reputation, such as, it, as such as it is, but I definitely think my office furniture is trying to kill me. <laughs> it's not as bad. Um, you remember? I don't know if you heard about this when because uh, Leo uses like this big inflatable ball. Leo Laporte from Twit. And they well, were actually do. doing a sure podcast. He no, he still does, as far as I know. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. uh, they were doing a podcast, and he was on his ball, and the thing popped in the middle of the segment. <laughs> and all you saw, because you know he does video, all you saw in the segment was him just like flying backwards. Well, this wasn't as bad as that, but there are jagged edges here, so I'm in danger. You're in danger of danger start- island having yourself. Anyway, danger podcast. So shall we, ca- shall we yes. carry on from where we were? Yes. Yes. Okay, so are we, are we, did we get up to the audio feedback? Yes, we did. And Let's go. Let's I, go for it. <laughs> I had actually meant to play this at the beginning of the show from last week, but by the time I remembered, I had already you, done all the editing. By the time you re- remembered, you'd forgotten. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but I, I had I had done all the, all the editing, you know, all the post editing, right. and it was like, oh, I. I just really didn't feel like moving all that stuff around. No. So we're going to save it for this week. And this is, this is a comment that uh, John Nemo had sent us. Well, well, let's give the listeners a little bit of, of background. Yeah, there's, go ahead. There's, there's a little bit of um, toing and froing between um, ourselves and probably more me <laughs> and, and, and Mr. John Nemo uh, with reference to uh, the length of his, um, his pod his uh, app reviews that he does over for well, yeah, the world's shortest review cast that he does for a pocket review cast, podcast. which at some point I said was getting longer and shorter and longer and shorter. Any, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> John has decided to put together because <laughs> we were talking about it when we took over the pocket size podcast. Yeah, yeah, because we had a little bit. If you didn't pick that up, we um, oh. we actually we didn't have a go, we'd never have a go at our friend John, but no, um, yeah, anyway, he he said, well, not when we're this audio recording. Clipping, and it made guys not, not when we're recording anyway. No. <laughs> but of course, when we're not recording, oh, we just talk major trash. <laughs> about everybody. Everybody. Well, except for Tim. Oh, no, you've said loads about ah, Tim. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> anyway, here's the comment. John is there, as always, with the world's shortest review cast. Although, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, they're getting longer. Yeah, I've noticed that. It's the world's shortest review, you know, it is getting longer. Oh. Nemo's creeping up. John Nemo does the, sh- the world's shortest review cast, doesn't he, on, on the Pocket Size podcast? Yes. And that, that's a bit of a bugger, really, because I always miss them because they're too short. That's right. It's like, hi, I'm John. He's got it finished. He's gone. I, come back, I come back and he's finished. <laughs> Make them longer, John. John, make them longer. And then, we, and then we can complain about them being too long. That's right, because that's what we do. We are going to get so told off. Oh, yeah. Well, that's okay. Welcome to the podcast formerly known as the MyMac.com podcast. Now it's known as the John Nemo's World Longest Review Cast. After those two windbags insulted me twice, first by saying... Just twice? ...my World's Shortest Review Cast <laughs> on the Pocket Size podcast were too long... And then they said, they're too short. I've decided to take over the entire MyMac.com podcast. Each one of the world's longest review cast podcasts, featuring and only starring John Nemo, no Big Yank Tank, no Nitwit Brit, will be a minimum of 37 hours straight. I'm going to start by reviewing 400 sets of headphones. Then I'm going to have a lunch break while you get to listen to me eat lunch. Then I'm going to review 501 sets of external hard drives. And then I'm going to back up all of my computers while you get to listen to all that also happening in real time. I probably will have dinner and go for a swim during the process. Let's see, what should I wrap up with? Oh, yeah, some iPad cases. (laughs) 5,621 iPad cases that I currently have in my garage for review. 
So welcome to the new MyMac.com, formerly MyMac.com, now known as the world's longest John Nemo review cast. Signing off until next time. That was the shortest 37 Long, hours. That, that, yeah, I was going to say that was the shortest, longest period. We've ever had. <laughs> that was great, John. Thanks so much. <laughs> oh, uh, right. But, yeah. Uh, talking now, about if, the podcast. Yes, before we get on to this, um, this news of the weird, more serious item. News of oh yeah, I forgot we got news of the well, weird. We actually, yeah. we'll let the news of the weird go till next week. Um, really? Okay. Yeah. I was talking to Tim, and uh, there's some things coming up with n- not just the the, the MyMac podcast, but the the entire network that I can't really talk about right now. I think you you know some of it. Yeah. Um. One of the things he was he was saying, and I you know I have to kind of admit that this is true. Uh, in the breaks, in between the segments, I always play you know a couple of songs and you know uh, just stuff that I like. And Tim is basically telling me that I've got to stop doing that. If if the show becomes somewhat more popular, uh, we're not licensed to play that music, and I could get uh, well mostly Tim. In trouble. <laughs> He's the one that actually owns the show. Uh, so I need to figure out what I'm going to do on the breaks. Now, I can play so-called uh, royalty-free music. So if anyone who listens to this podcast, it, you've heard the kind of music that I typically play. If you have some royalty-free music or you know someone that has royalty-free music, Send it my way, and I will play it on the podcast and in the in the uh, the show notes. You know, link back to wherever your site is, or in back into iTunes, or or what have you. But I I can no longer play commercial music in between the breaks on the mymac.com podcast. Bummer. <laughs> I know. Believe me, it, it is sad because that's one of the things I love doing. Is I'm going through posts is going through my iTunes collection and going, oh, yeah, that's, that's a perfect song for what we have coming up next, or that's a, that's a terrific song for and, what and we were know, just talking about. And do you know about. what, Guy? I often, I, I've gone out listening to some of that music and thought, do you know, I, I'm, and I've gone off. Now, occasionally, not often, because I've got a lot of the music as well, yeah. but occasionally well, you and I I've have gone kind of and, similar tastes. and actually purchased some of the music because it's reminded me. So it's a real swine because you're not playing the whole song we're doing some overlay and it's a real shame that the music industry really i think are stifling themselves by, they just don't know. get it no but there you go that's the way it is so unfortunately that's the way we've got to go yeah so, so what i'll have what, so what i have to do instead is I'll, I'll, to, you are going to be listening to some music that i put together i'm sorry <laughs> how about that well why don't i put some music together well you can <laughs> Well, I've I've got one piece that's already done and dusted. Oh, you're talking I about think... like in Garage Band? Yeah. Because I actually, I actually well, for, my, for my friends. Why for... don't the listeners go into Magic, you know, Garage Band and uh, come up with a few? Um, I, I'll play it. And we'll I, play it. Yeah, I will, I will use it. it. As long as it's good. Now, I actually have, I think it was like three or four years ago, um, I had put together, because I've been using Garage Band since it came, whatever the, whatever the heck year it was that it came out. And yep. going all the way back to a 450 megahertz Pismo laptop, I used to screw around in GarageBand and make these little songs just using the, you know, because I, I have no musical talent whatsoever. Well, so me, me and you both. Yeah, yeah. So just basically <laughs> using the clips that are in GarageBand and, and a lot of clips that I have bought either from Apple or, or acquired in, in, you know, from other companies. Because uh, I used to do reviews for some of these clips packages, and right. there was a company I think called AMD that that had quite a few of them. But regardless, uh, I had put together like I think it was like twelve or thirteen songs that I put onto a CD, and I put a cover on it, and you know artwork and all this stuff. And I sent copies to all my brothers and sisters because misery loves company. Bada bing, that's a joke. Not much of a joke. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's, that's what I needed. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one. All right, but though, of course, okay. after people listen to the song, this is more what they said. 
Okay. <laughs> so okay, if, well, if you guys I'll... have like garage band songs that you've made, or if you know people that have made music that um, they don't, they would like to have me play in between the segments on the show, send them to me through all of our usual, you know, guy at, at mymac.com or uh, link to me through Mac parrot on Twitter or, or wherever. Oh, looking forward to that, actually. Yep. And here we are, almost 40 minutes into the show. And, and we've done nothing. And we have just absolutely done nothing but just have fun. <laughs> ah, so do you, you want to do this topic that I've got here? You want Because this can wait for another no, you, week, too. You put it in there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to slash you as you go through it. Okay. Okay. Well, <clears> then we'll, we'll go ahead and do it. Uh, recently, there's been a quite a brouhaha. Over, well, actually, you know what? We have to do it because... We had it in the title of the show. It wouldn't have have made any sense otherwise. Uh, If you follow the news, (laughs) there's been this this brouhaha over some upcoming regulations uh, in the Mac App Store. If you wanted to submit an application for people to either buy or download from the Mac App Store, it had to work in what's called a sandbox environment. And I'm going to read this from Wikipedia because I don't understand it completely. And I, and I'm hoping that it will make more sense than, than what I see. So in computer security, a sandbox is a security mechanism for separating running programs. It is often used to execute untested code or untrusted programs from unverified third party suppliers, untrusted users and untrusted websites. It's like, boy, there sure is a whole lot of untrust there. Oh, uh, <laughs> Rules-based execution gives users full control over what processes are started, spawned, or by other applications, or allowed to inject code into other apps or have access to the net. It can also control file registry security, what programs can read and write to the file system registry. As such, viruses and trojans will have less a less likely chance of infecting your computer the SE Linux and Aparamore security frameworks are two such implementations for Linux. So in this case, all apps purchased from the Mac App Store will require developers to create a sandboxed environment to run in. In essence, not being able to interact with or have limited access to one another or the system in general to prevent bad apps from affecting the rest of the environment that it's running in. There will certainly be certain system calls to frameworks for each program that that they can interact with, but this will definitely be limited as compared to what happens now within OSX. What do you think? Well, I I, I mean, I'm I'm not sure I explained that. No, no, you you did. But I suppose the issue is a lot of people would say, yeah, okay, fine. Isn't that what they're supposed to be doing? Um, the, the, the whole idea, um, for people to understand, why Apple want the developers to put it in a sandbox is precisely to stop um, <clears throat> a malicious app taking control of your device or right. items within your device and then sending off that information or enabling that person to see and, you know, use your device for spurious. Yeah. And, um, and we're seeing, we're seeing a lot more of that now on the Mac side. We're seeing it more on the Mac side, but as of yet, I don't think we've seen very much, if any at all up until actually I've put a link at the bottom of this particular article, um, a famous, uh, security expert and hacker by the name of Charlie Miller. Oh yeah. Uh, has actually recently, um, highlighted the fact that he's already got an application through the Mac Store, the, the iOS App Store process, which is... is iOS or the Mac App Store? No, sorry, the iOS. Okay. IOS. Um, now, what you're talking about is obviously the Mac App Store. Right. Um, <clears throat> but this this device um, or this, this application, I think, can also... I think it can link back to a device device that you link your um, particular phone to. So like through the cloud or, or through <coughs> mobile means? Something yeah, like whether it's actually linked up. I'm not sure whether um, I'm reading more into that than, than I actually saw. But obviously, um, 
the reason Apple want to do this is that so people obviously create an application that can't do um, the bad things that we don't want them to do. Right. So they're the gatekeeper. Now, the, the, the bad thing on that side is you get the scenario or you get possible scenarios on one such scenario is the fact that we are struggling, both you and I are struggling with Ambrosius software to be used in Lion. Because yeah, or they are we just changed. not able to use it at all? Well, we're not able to use use it in. in well, the, some of the apps now are, are more compatible. They're not. We're not compatible. They're they're usable in Lion, but it's taking a long time for Ambrosia to get that software to be fixed because Apple have changed some things. Now, that's slightly different, but what that you know what this would do would possibly change a lot of applications and the way they work and stop you from using them in the way that you're probably used to using them. Now. <clears throat> Is it good? If you've got the experience of a Windows user, I think you probably think it is good as long as they can keep control of it and somebody like Charlie Miller uh, doesn't come up with a a (laughs) Mac App Store version saying, it's quite easy, I've now done it and hacked it. Well, now, from what I understand with Windows 8, Microsoft is also going or trying to go to a more sandbox environment for all their applications. Well, sandboxing is certainly something which um, I think I think you can do. I, I know that. Um, well, Google uh, Chrome is yes. already doing it. Yeah, but there there is actually some sandboxing applications out there, isn't there? Which actually allows you to sandbox um, your. You, it almost well. It actually. I think some of the sandboxing apps. I'm not an expert on this by any. Well, I'm not an expert in anything, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> but, but I think there are some. What about sandboxing. fixing chairs? Can you fix chairs? <laughs> Good, but it's a long way to come That's to fix true. your chair. That's true. Probably be um, cheaper just to go to. Office and I think there are some sandboxing applications which actually can sandbox your user, so that you know, and, and that's kind of what you kind of do when you make sure that you're not an administrator. With your machine. Right, right. Well, also with sound- uh, with when you do like virtual machines or virtual environments, that's kind of the way they work as well. Yeah, it kind of it kind of makes sure that anything in that environment or in your user ID can't reach out to other parts of the uh, machine to obviously um, do bad things. Um, to do bad things. But what Apple is saying here is we don't want individual apps to do bad things. So um, the sandboxing in, in some applications could still obviously get to other apps and, and, and pull the information that you don't want it to. Um, it all depends, Guy, how restrictive this creates the whole environment. Yeah. Because obviously the one good thing with um, using a Mac and using Apple products is it is so easy to use it. And you can flip from one thing to another, and the interaction is normally pretty good. If this starts to restrict that big time, then the user experience could start moving away. And that's when people start trying to get around what somebody is trying to stop them from doing, Right. i.e. they might start going outside the Mac App Store to get an application which isn't quite so restrictive. Right. And, so, and for now, for now anyway... Um you can, you'll still be able to install applications that you get from other sources. You know, this is uh, this is right now. This is restricted to just the Mac App Store. Apple isn't yep. saying that you know the Mac App Store is the only place that you can go to get applications. But you know, let let's be honest here. You know, fanboy and Kool Aid aside, how much longer is that going to hold true? Um. Could you see uh, I, that with 10.8? No, not with 10.8. I, th- I, I, I can't see it at all, actually. I, I, I think that would be a very – I think it would be a sad day when that happens. Oh, it would definitely be a sad day. However um, – and I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. You know, that's – the Apple is out there to make the experience. And if, if they don't care what you or I think because we're not the majority, then will they do oh, it? It should be. <laughs> um, listen to it, me damn you from, apple from a business point of view you're probably right they probably would and go for it and just close it down completely but um I'm, I'm, oh dear god could you I, imagine the excrement I, storm <laughs> that would happen if they did that well, talk about closed shop wow yeah uh, that yeah. would be yeah, I, and that's why I say I, I, I don't think I can see it in 
10.8. I just, I just can't see it happening just yet. I mean, people will say, yeah, but the, uh, the iPad is restricted like that, but, <laughs> but that's, di- it, it's different in that, you know, iOS going all the way back to the original iPhone and now, of course, you know, the iPod touch and, and the iPad. That's the, basically the way it was from the very beginning as compared to the Mac going all the way back to 1984, which has a rich history of, of third party development from any source that you wanted to go and get whatever it was you were trying to find. So, you know, when people talk about, you know, iOS being closed and locked down, yes, it is, but that's kind of what we're used to as far as, you know, and Lynn, let's be honest, considering the way, Security yeah, has been somewhat shady on on the, the Android side. Is that necessarily a bad thing? Yeah, but it, there's closed and locked down and closed and locked down guy, isn't there? You know, it, we all a lot of people still they'll use their iPad for going around and, and for doing partial stuff. Nobody uh, uh, that I'm aware of yet just uses an iPad or an iPhone no. to do to do everything. Everything and a lot of work, especially when it comes to there might be the odd, you know, there might be the odd person so that just wants it for email. And, and that's right. The odd, per, you know, because it's perfectly fine for that. That's right. But generally, you or I or anybody else tend to sit down in front of a machine that allows you more flexibility. Right. Either laptop and or desktop. That's right. And it, it, if we move away from that, then um, that is not the user experience that we are used to. Is it the user experience that we're going to move to in the future? I don't know. You could be right. Apple could be leaning that way, and eventually we could have a completely lockdown um OS, and then we'd all be talking about um, pears rather than apple. And then we would talk on the podcast just like this, because we have swallowed the apple Kool-Aid. <laughs> you can only get your apps from the Mac App Store. <laughs> Gaz, take us out. We're running so late. We are. Okay, so everybody, here we go. Stand by to stand by, and we'll be right back. Hello. Skywalker, Jedi Knight and friend to Captain Solo. Are you lonely? Is there a girl you've had your eye on that you want to hook up with, but she doesn't know you exist? Well, for $99.99, the Luke Skywalker Jedi Council of Love can get you that girl that you want, but even more desperately need. The way we do this is by meeting with you in secret. During this meeting, you give us a name, location which the target can be found, and a picture of the target. We will then send one of our many Jedi to first hunt down your girl of choice and then use our Jedi mind trick to make the girl of your dreams a reality. So call 1-888-JEDI-LOVE or visit geekiestshowever.com for more details. So put those days of mastering the Force choke behind you by getting in touch with the Luke Skywalker Jedi Council of Love by listening to the all-new Geekiest Show Ever. Wizard! G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Really? And welcome back to the somewhat shorter, hopefully, third section of the MyMac.com podcast. We ran so long in the first two that once again, <laughs> we've had to take something we were going to talk about and kind of kind of let it go because we don't want to do a, a, a Scott Wilsey, you know, hour and 45 minutes show. And, 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 and the, funny, the funny thing is I actually remember us saying we'll toy with you folks and we'll do that segment next week. 
Yeah. <laughs> now we've cleared it. Completely. Now we just out of hell with it. Just. <sighs> but we don't care because we're like that. And we'll all believe us, folks, or believe us, folks, or something. <laughs> Gaz and I will always find stuff to talk about. Yeah. Whether it has he- anything to do with the Mac or not <laughs> is questionable. <laughs> but chances are it'll be fun. I have to say to you, Guy, yeah. actually, I am I am using Siri quite a lot to do dictation. I think I mentioned this last week. Yeah, you did. And and I'm certainly using, you know, if, I, if I've got to now send a text um, somewhere, generally to my wife or to my kids, or, you know, I tend to get the um, iMessage up. Go into the text um, box and then that's it. I just, I just, I just read it off rather than typing it out. Isn't there a, um, isn't there a, a hook into Twitter as well? Um, I don't think there's a direct hook into Twitter. I think what, I, I, I think now, as soon as you bring the keyboard up, there is a microphone. There isn't. I don't think you can ask Twitter, sorry Siri, to tweet what you're going to say next. I think you have to go into, I think there is, a, I think there's a way around it by, um, by putting something like Twitter into your address book. So it then kind of snatches that up and then starts deeming it to be a text, but it's not straightforward. You can't say, okay. uh, tweet, tweet this, you know, and then start speaking. What? Tweet but- this? No, tweet you. <laughs> <laughs> but you can, but you can anything which has got the keyboard. You can then hit the mic on the keyboard right. and then di- dictate to it. I guess that would could be somewhat problematic since you have a hundred and forty character limit. Yeah, and that would be no good for either of us. <laughs> Are you saying we're long winded, Gaz? No, I just can't be concise at times. <laughs> oh, who? Being concise is so overrated. <laughs> Just like uh, that's so oh, there's, there's another word. I can't even think of what the hell the word is now. Um, Go for your pick, then. Go for your pick. Yeah. Then. Okay. Uh, for for people that are that are longtime Mac users, um, back in the day, there were so so few games available for the Mac that. If you go when you look on the Mac App Store, or you look in Steam, or you look in so many other places now, there are just games all over the place. Heck, even Arkham Asylum is now is now available through the Mac App Store. But my pick this week is much less than the forty or fifty bucks that you'd have to spend for Batman Arkham Asylum, and it'll take you. It, it, it's it's the equivalent of jumping into the Wayback Machine. And and taking a trip to the past. It's Tomb Raider 2 by Asper. Laura Croft, with all of her pixelated goodness, it even has... I don't know if you've ever played this game, Gaz. Nope. In the very beginning, as they have this like level you have to get through first to kind of show you how the controls work, and every time you screw up, it's like you have to go all the way back to the beginning again, which is somewhat annoying. But there's this butler that follows you around with like a, this tray, like a tea tray. And, you know, if you're like all the way on the other side of the map and then you have to go all the way back to the beginning again, you'll run into him because he follows you everywhere you go. And as you pass him, all you hear him say is, as he's turning around <laughs> with the tray to follow you again, wherever it is you go. But it's seven ninety nine on the Mac app store. And you know, yes, it's an old game, but it's still just as much fun and kind of hard to beat at seven ninety nine. Cool, sounds good. Yep. Well, I've gone. Um, I, I've taken over zombie. your mantle. I've Shit. gone. Yeah, I've taken over your mantle. Um, <coughs> this is a, an application which is you can get it for your iPhone, uh, and it's free with in-app purchases. Uh, but there's quite a lot of gameplay. Uh, that you can test out the app uh, on the iPhone or your iPod Touch. Um, it's called The Creeps. Um, <laughs> that's, and basically, it, it's a bunch of zombies. And it's it's a bit of a tower defense game. But it's been out for a long time. Uh, and I, I, I don't know why I've never mentioned it before, actually, because I, I used to play this for ages and ages and ages. <laughs> and, and, recent, and then I stopped playing it. Um, just probably because I went on to something else, not yeah. because the game got boring, because there are loads and loads of levels uh, and loads of difficulty levels that you can go on to. Um, 
and then I, I noticed that uh, my youngest daughter was playing a, playing it a lot, and she was going through and obviously starting to beat some of my scores. So, oh, can't have that. Know, can't have that. Can't have that. So I got <laughs> kind of got back into it. Now there is an iPad version as well, which is um, actually two pounds forty nine. So that would probably be I don't know three dollars ninety nine, yeah. something along those lines. Um, that also has more. Uh, in-app levels. purchases on top, yeah. Um, but that's got still got quite a lot of free levels that come with that two forty nine. Well, they're not free; cause you're paying for them at two forty nine. But it <laughs> comes it comes with a lot of levels that um, uh, were on the original iPhone version. Now you may think, you know, well, why do I want the levels that were on the iPhone? That'd be no good. But actually, I've had this application doubled up on the iPad and it plays really well on the iPad as well so that the HD version which obviously is um, the one that I'm talking about here um, looks pretty good and made specifically for the iPad so I I recommend go out and and get this game you can pick it up and just play the game for a few minutes or you can really get into it and try and get yourself through some of the levels and and try the different difficulty levels that sounds really cool I'm going to to check that out yeah, it's, 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 say it's a bit of a tower defense game, but they've got, you know, lots of different routes and you get lots of different weapons to use, pretty much like, you know, the rest of them. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, we like it. The creeps. And let's see, who makes, oh, that's Worm, uh, who makes that game? Uh, do you know, I, I didn't look. Oh, Super it, Squawk Software. <laughs> how, how ironic that, is that? That is like ironic plus. That is that is creepy. Why? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a mini squawk. Yeah, uh, we have a people's pick this week from Steve Hammond that we almost talked about last week. <laughs> yeah, that was me being. <laughs> it's called Scribble Knots. Uh, it's from Warner Brothers, oddly enough. And the description is: Think it, create it, solve it. The award-winning, best-selling video game is now available for the iPhone, iPod Touch, and iPad. And apparently this was a, uh, a a DS game. Right. The for the Nintendo DS. Okay. And uh I don't have it, but it, it you know the the pictures that they have in iTunes looks kind of cool. I'm not quite sure what you have to do, but Steve Hammond really really likes it. Yeah. And Thank we you like Steve. Steve. We yeah, like Steve. we do like Steve. <laughs> Oh, I'm getting lightheaded. I think, and it's it. I think it's also a universal application. So you know, you get it for um your yeah for both iOS the iPhone and, and, and the it iPad. gives you two different the two different versions. So yeah, cool. And uh, let's see, Facebook. We we're still at eighty eight likes. I yeah. believe. I believe we are, and uh, that's that's. That's the we need to we need to get up to the hundred because we're gonna have me and Guy we we're, we're gonna fly to Australia and have a party when we get to hundred likes. And who's paying for that? Tim said he would. Oh boy, that Tim! What a great He's, guy he is, isn't he? <laughs> so please get us to a hundred likes. You did tell so, him, didn't you? You did um, tell him. Didn't you? I I think I like mentioned it just as I was hanging the phone up and then disconnected cool. my phone. <laughs> so he knows. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, the um, I don't think we have any new my Mac reviews on no, iTunes. No, I've checked a few. Um, as as last week, if you do put one up there, just let us know, and we'll uh, we'll give you a shout out. But uh, please go over and give us a a quick review. That would be so so helpful. And it would. Well, I don't know, helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, it would be nice. We, we would appreciate nice. it. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me, Gaz. If people wanted to talk to you, well, or contact they, you, sorry, if, they if wanted they to wanted, talk to you. If then, they wanted to talk to me, they could ring me on uh, Arkham Asylum, um, <laughs> Alexandria Hospital, room two thirty six. That's it. Um, you can contact me at gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters over at twitter.com forward slash gazmaz or that's at gazmaz guy. Yeah. Can you can you be spoken to in such terms as well? Oh my god, yes I can. Uh my email address is guy at mymac.com. And uh I'm I've been kind of going crazy on the Twitters lately. For a long you know, I had Twitter for a long time and hardly ever used it. And it just seems like over the last couple of months yeah, I've just you're gone, starting to pick up. Yeah. Gone Twitterific. I, I can't uh, I, I can't keep up with you. <laughs> well, few people can, and actually, few people want to. I think would be the <laughs> correct term. 
uh, twitter.com forward slash Mac Parrot. <laughs> nice one. I was wondering. If, oh, oh, I'm coughing. My chair is broken, and my feet stink. And I love Jesus. And you can and the, also get a hold of us, or actually school, get a hold of. And the squawk nearly didn't come. The squawk nearly didn't come. You could get a hold of Fearless Leader Tim, and insist that he pays for our trip to Australia at feedback at mymac.com and Gaz I don't know if you must know this by now what's that we, we have a Skype number we do we do hardly anyone uses it anymore <laughs> I wonder why but I'm still paying for it so <laughs> I, if, I, shall I give him the number yeah go ahead because last week you nearly made it through oh but, I got like but, to nine five <laughs> yeah. okay so the number is area code seven oh three Four three six nine five zero one. Leave us a soundbite. Go on, go on. Yeah. You know you want to. Go on. You know you want to. And if you're in another country, it will cost you a lot of money. But go to <laughs> iTunes, do a do a comment in iTunes from Nigeria or wherever, and then call this American number, which will cost you even more money, and let us know that you left us a comment on iTunes <laughs> in Nigeria. <laughs> Oh, there was somewhere I was going with that. I've got no idea. No, and obviously I don't either. So we okay. should probably give give this sh- give this show a rest. I think um, thank you all so very very much for downloading the show. It's it's such a pleasure to do this show, knowing that you people enjoy it so much. I well, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> please please enjoy the show. <laughs> <laughs> they only download it to keep us happy. Oh, that's right. Because if you don't download the show, I will find you. <laughs> For the love of God, I'll find you. Can you okay. Buy my finish chair. It. Finish it, guy, before you okay. finish yourself. Go on. Okay. Say goodnight, Gaz. Goodnight, Gaz. Thanks for downloading the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to feedback at MyMac.com or call our Skype number and leave a message. The phone number is 703-436-9501. If you enjoyed the MyMac.com podcast, make sure you check out the other family of podcasts, all from MyMac.com and all free on iTunes, including The Geekiest Show Ever, App Minute with Sam Levin, and Tech Fan with Tim Robertson. There was an old man in a boat who said, I'm afloat, I'm afloat, when they said, no you ain't. He was ready to faint because he found that his clothes were all soaked.